going on? What's going on, everybody? Um, this is Beyond Mind, a channel for going, uh, for figuring out the mind and going beyond it. And this uh, podcast is something I've, I've talked about this a little bit in some of my, and one one of my videos on my YouTube channel, Wisdom Matrix. Um, <clears throat> but this particular. Uh, I suppose this particular episode uh, is going to be a little different from this, for that video, although it was going to be kind of similar in some ways. So, what is this going to be about? It's going to be about what I consider to be the biggest, uh, I suppose you could call it trap, or problem with not necessarily the idea or yeah no not necessarily with the idea of enlightenment but with the um the sub the sub labels that can come with this this term um <clears throat> so let's get started so what do I mean what do I mean when I say that the sub-labels that come with this term of enlightenment. Well, to give you an idea, I'll start with something simple. Uh, let's, let's actually start with the word simple. What does the word simple mean? It means, you know, you know very um, easy, you know, not complicated or anything like this. These are sub labels of the word of the label simple, you know, easy to understand this type of thing. Um, and I've talked about this before, but it's not the labels necessarily um, when it comes to anything really that that is the problem. It's the sub labels that come with this label. Uh, that that can be the cat that can be the problem because because uh, oftentimes you're unaware of these these sub labels and how they control your your worldview and how you see things. So what does this do have to do with enlightenment? Well, there there is an idea that um, we get. When you're enlightened, you automatically, I don't know, have knowledge um, above other people. Basically, it has to do with the idea of perfection. Um, you know, when you become enlightened, you know, people think you can, you're basically a perfect person. Um, you know, you can do no wrong or that your your wisdom is infallible or um let's see other one that was that you know enlightenment you know um when you know all the secrets of the universe or something like this um and there's also sometimes the way in which um certain teachers talk about certain th uh, subjects 
um, and this isn't necessarily the fault of the teacher or the student necessarily, but this is this can be this can be kind of a result uh, if you're not careful, um, because if a teacher tells you this is this is how you do this, this is how you go into this you know, state, this is how you become enlightened or whatever whatever it is. Um, there's this idea that um, uh, not necessarily that the, uh, the teaching is wrong, but it makes it uh, uh, if you're if you're into this type of teaching, you know, you may think it's the only teaching or the best teaching or the most moral or whatever it might be. And so, and so your idolization, or whatever you want to call it, of an enlightened master becomes um, a religion. This is what, this is what um, Buddhism, Buddhism has become. This is what um, Christianity is, although much of Christianity's, much of Jesus' uh, teaching has been corrupted by, you know, centuries and millennia worth of um well let's just call them manipulations by the church and by um, misunderstandings of Jesus's teachings and things like this so this comes about because of the idea like I talked about that you're perfect or that you're completely faultless or you can do no wrong which may or may not be true for the for these teachers um i would argue that that's not necessarily true um i would say more that they've reached a state or a place that is beyond such labels um um which you know I might go into that in other videos but um not necessarily that they, they're infallible, but they're they're beyond such things. Um, so this this leads to um, cult like behaviors and and things like this. And uh, this could also be said for other things as well. Actually, not necessarily in the same way, but. Uh, um, in some ways, similar ways. Um, you know, like science, scientists, you know, there's a perception that they're, they have a, a vast array of knowledge that, you know, we don't have or, you know, they can't necessarily, they can't be wrong. They, they must know because they do all these studies, this type of thing. Um, so it does it does lead to a couple of problems. Um, one of them is what you know. I believe this is actually something that, if I remember correctly, that Jesus kind of talked about. You know, with idol worship. Um, you know, this is one of the problems with you know, certain things. You can't really avoid it to some extent. Um, but 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 you can kind of overcome it uh, a little bit by 
pointing out that this is just one way of doing things. Maybe an easier way, but it's still one way. It's not a better way. Um, this comes from a couple of sources, but mainly this idea comes from um, conversations with God. Uh, it's a three-part series. Uh, <clears throat> basically, it's basically the the, the line is. Um, Ours is not a better way. Ours is merely another way. That we are all one. Uh, but so this this problem of infallibility, or if not infallibility necessarily, um, something close to it uh, can create. It, it creates a sort of um, can do no wrong attitude. Um, I'll actually in some, and this, this actually happens with other things as well. This kind of happens with, uh, you know, the way a lot of some some people see, you know, the West and America, you know, and the West especially, as that they see it as a. Um, this is another way this happens is they see it as uh, advanced. You know, it's far far beyond other cultures, and so, you know, because other other cultures are barbaric or whatever. And so this can, uh, and this fosters uh, a sort of can do no wrong, or it fosters a sort of good intentions, uh, sort of attitude. And basically, what this means is that you know, if you if you if you're Doing things that, if another country would have done them, uh, it, let's say if you let's take us, you know, the United States as an example because it's a, a good example. Um, if the United States were to do, or if another country, like say Russia, for instance, would were to do what the United States is doing, it wouldn't be allowed. It wouldn't be tolerated. We wouldn't like it. Um, but because we do it, uh, you know, we call it, you know, freeing the world or, you know, trying to fight terrorism or whatever kind of excuse. Well, not necessarily excuse, but what kind of rash, whatever kind of rationalization is given to support this uh, cult-like behavior. Uh, there's a, there's a series of videos by a channel that I've. I always talk about called actualized.org. I believe it was called Understanding Cult Psychology or something like this, part one and two. I forget exactly what it was called, but something like that. Um, and so this this happens in many different ways. It happens in politics, happens in Religion, spirituality, any kind of anything really, anything that you think is better than something else, it is often can often lead, or can and often will lead to this um, perception, this problem. 
And the reason why uh, this is, well, there's a couple of reasons, I guess, but the main reason why this is is because you're, you're not going to think something is right and just, like, not do anything about it. If you think it's right, if you think it's necessary, if you think it's good, you're going to be defending this position. You're going to be um, rooting for this position, whatever it is. Um, and so what this, this creates this kind of feedback loop. Because oftentimes, whatever you think is right, somebody else somewhere is going to think it's wrong. And so it creates this duality. This is this is much of the uh, the problems that we see in the world. The world, the problems that we have in the world, isn't isn't caused isn't caused by pol politic politics uh, necessarily. It's caused by this this duality of sorts. Um, I mean, there there are other things that that are added to this, but the main part of it is the. The alienation, I suppose you would call it. Um, basically cut, calling other things wrong or bad or whatever. And I'm not saying that, that I am perfect at this or anything. Um, actually, it's because of my own experience that I can personally attest to this type of <clears throat> thing. Personally. So the, so the goal here if there is one, isn't necessarily to stop yourself from uh, seeing things as wrong or right, necessarily. But you can ask the questions. Um, you can ask the question, what is the ramification of this? The, the ramification of this is, is pretty simple. Um, over time, um, this sounds like maybe extreme, but this is true. Um, pretty much any type of position or problem is, um, is going to, it, like this, it's going to end up with this problem eventually which is the main prob problem with doing this um and this sounds very brutal what I'm going to say what I'm about to say here but this is what what seems to be happens this, this is what happens this is what's happening now um and so what this does the calling things wrong uh calling things bad or whatever that's a couple of things. Uh, and you can find this out with, you know, asking this question, you know, doing contemplation. But uh, what it does is, one, it dehumanizes the other person or thing or whatever it is. Um, and this leads to a sort of oversimplification of of this person. So, <clears throat> the way this often works is you, you find something and you may not necessarily label it wrong consciously, but you label it wrong with your 
your judgments about this thing. Oh, this thing is, um, you know, how, whatever kind of criticisms you have. This is basically you labeling it wrong. It doesn't necessarily happen. You're saying, oh, this thing is wrong. This thing is bad. Um, often, it, it actually seems to be more unconscious than this. Um, because if you labeled it wrong or bad, you may actually become more aware of what you're doing. Oftentimes, it's more subtle. Oftentimes, it's just more like a criticism or something like this. So what this does is it dehumanizes the other person in your eyes. Um, and then, if you're unevolved enough or if you're unaware enough or whatever the case may be. It, it, so there's a couple things that can happen here. It dehumanizes them in your eyes. And so you see things in a sort of black and white terms. There's a, there's a sort of uh, kind of a saying that's kind of true. Uh, I think it's a quote actually from Star Wars, but um, basically saying that only Siths think in absolutes. Uh, it's either this or it's that. You know, it's bad or it's good or whatever. Which is kind of true. In this case, it basically means that the the get the bad or good that you're you're putting on this thing is turning you into or is making you ignorant. Um, because once you've once you've come to a conclusion about something, um, what's the point of looking any more at this thing? You've already came to a conclusion about it. You already know what's true about it, what you think is true about it. So why would you go into more depth and more nuance about this thing? But even more so, um, you, it, you, you, this person or whatever it is becomes dehumanized to you. So you, you could justify all kinds of things. This is this is why. This is this is much of the cause of uh, mur uh, violence and all kinds of wars and things like this. This is all the, the war on terror, you know, terrorism. This kind of start was, was started in, in the same way, you know, calling them evil or whatever it is. And 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 really, the only the biggest evil is calling something evil. Yeah. And I'm not saying that you have to let people, you know, die or or whatever it might be, but um, it's complicated because often, oftentimes there's way more that we're not seeing, and the, the reason why we're not seeing this is because we're too busy judging or criticizing uh, whatever this thing is, and so we don't see the full picture of things. So we're going beyond judgments here. This is really the the ultimate um, goal of the, you know, what you should be striving for. Not necessarily striving for, because it's not something that you can necessarily do. But um, 
just to realize, just to, just to see how this works, um, is like a first step. Um, and there is, and I'm not saying that you, you just don't judge anything. Um, but be wary of your your state of emotion, your state of mind at that time. Are you judging this thing because um, you you sincerely want them or this person or whatever it is to realize the truth? Um, are you doing this out of, out of a space of love or a space of anger and negativity or upset or something like this? Uh, this, this is how you tell which level you're at. Because if it's at level of anger, there's a, a sort of uh, intrinsic, at least in this case, uh, sort of... Um, Judgment of good or bad. Mostly bad. Um, and whatever the opposite thing is, is good. And so... At this point, rationalizations are going to come up. Like, isn't it, isn't it a good thing to have lab things labeled as good or bad? Um... And the answer is depends on what you want to do um, because um, and it depends on how it's done too basically it depends on what your motive is. is is your goal to become higher consciousness is, is your goal to raise your consciousness to become aware more aware of these things or you know, go beyond the mind type of thing? Or is your goal to stay in the same consciousness that you're in? If not, regress. Or, you know, maybe you'll be growing, but it'll be very slow. Um, and, and by having these types of judgments that I've talked about, uh, um, is, is, it, then there's going to be a guarantee that there's going to be very little growth or no growth. I mean, there will still be growth, um, but for the most part, there will not be growth. There will be problems with how you see things. Um, and oftentimes, you know, the problem isn't, uh, is in, isn't just with the labels of good or bad here. It's that because of these labels of good or bad, uh, you see this, whatever this is, and even if if there are other things that you're not missing, you're not going to see them. You're not going to want to see them because then they're going to possibly jeopardize your current idea of things. Because oftentimes when it comes to the judgments like good or bad, I would I'd argue about 99.99999 if not more, percent of the time, when you have these types of judgments of good or bad, uh, there's also, there's like an emotional undercurrent, underpinning, under, underpinning them, or 
that that was created by these judgments or something like this. And so what this does then is creates this sort of all or nothing thinking or this, like I said, absolutes thinking. And so you don't see things properly, but you think you do. You think you see things fairly and objectively, but you may not be. And I'd probably say that you probably aren't. Uh, not, not completely. I mean, I'm sure you're seeing part of it correctly, but not all of it. Uh, there's something that you're missing. And so, um, and the reason why I know this is the case is because um, even when I was having these judgments of this is wrong or whatever, I still kept looking anyways because, uh, well, not necessarily at the time, but afterwards because, you know, I've, I've talked about this before, but I used to be very, uh, very radical at one point. Um, but I decided to try and change. I tried to figure out, you know, is there something that I'm not missing here? Or is there something that I'm missing here? Um, and so this goes back to the, you know, the five steps to peace that I've talked about before. Uh, I believe that was in the episode that I um, called How to Become Integrated. I made a couple of months back. Um, basically, but the most important uh, part of this thing is to ask the question, is there something here uh, that I you know, may not see or understand, the understanding of which might change everything? And this changing of everything uh, is you know, changing your worldview and your, your way of seeing things and whatnot. Um, so, I mean, there's a lot more that I could talk about with this particular um, uh, problem. I might actually make a, an Uncovering the Mind Part 3, three um, about this because there's a bunch to kind of go over with that. Uh, that I haven't really mentioned all of it because, you know, I'm still trying to figure out how this works. So back to some of the other things I've talked about because I'm trying to wrap this up um, don't think that one just because one thing that's working for you or just because you have one thing that's working for you doesn't that mean that that thing is for for everybody um, because thinking this is you know one of the things that kind of creates a sort of religious Ocity, uh, around ideas and things like this. This is like 99% of how religions can, can and probably have been formed. So, <clears throat> there's a lot more that I could talk about with this one, but I'll try and leave it there because this video is probably getting very long, or this podcast is getting very long. 27 minutes so um this is beyond mind do you have any questions if you have any comments 
uh, let me know if you you're, if you're a member of Anchor. You can send me a voice message, or you can find me at Twitter at Wisdom Matrix One. Uh, you can send me a tweet or a message or whatever. And um, you know, look into this. You know. Look into how you see things when you when you see things as you know bad or wrong or whatever. Is there a a willingness to learn more uh, when you're doing when you have this judgment? Is there a you know? Uh, a compassion and a love there, or is there a not a willingness to necessarily learn more? Although they were, although there may be, and is there more negativity than love and compassion? And the goal here isn't to judge yourself for you know, making this mistake, because it's an easy mistake to make. The goal is to become aware and become aware of the implications of this. What, what does this lead to? What would this lead to down the road eventually? So, um, I'll leave it there. You know, find, you can find me on Twitter at WisdomMatrix1 or you can leave me a message on Anchor if you're a member of Anchor. So, if you have any questions or comments. Uh, This is Beyond Mind, and I'll talk to you on the next podcast.